This episode is sponsored by Praise Knee Pads, because being on your knees should be pleasurable. As a Christian, and as a woman, I'm usually in the kitchen. But when I'm not, you can find me on my knees. It is my wifely duty to submit to the Lord, and to my husband. Praying can be a full-time job, and as with any job, occupational hazards are always present, just like the Lord. Spending an ungodly amount of time on my knees has caused prepatellar bursitis, a condition that causes pain and inflammation on my already tired knees. When I heard about Praise Knee Pads, I felt like my prayers were finally answered. Praise Knee Pads protect my knees from hard surfaces and allow me to spend more time on my knees, just like the Lord wants. Praise Knee Pads are made from recycled pew kneelers, bringing the kneeling experience from church all the way to your home. You can use Praise Knee Pads for other activities that require you to be on your knees, such as scrubbing toilets, cleaning the litter box, polishing the knob, dusting under the sofa, cleaning the bathtub, and many more. Thanks to Praise Knee Pads, I can now extend my wifely duties around the home, while protecting my knees, of course. Best of all, for an additional $10.99, your Praise Knee Pads can be blessed by the church. Feel the grace of God while on your knees. Praise Knee Pads, because being on your knees should be pleasurable. Call 1-800-OH-MY-GOD. That's 1-800-OH-MY-GOD. If you call today, we will include the Praise Elbow Pads for when you're feeling the deep thrust of the Lord's love. But wait, there's more. Call within the next 15 minutes and we will also include the crucifier with some holy lube so you too can feel the Holy Spirit inside of you. Call 1-800-OH-MY-GOD. That's 1-800-OH-MY-GOD. Call now. Welcome back to another sinful episode of the Burning Eden Podcast. I am Baff, your suave, smooth, spicy Satanist. And I'm Mel, your favorite big titty heathen. So Baff, I yes. heard you got your main account back. I did so initially tiktok told me that my account got banned you know for hateful content (laughs) so they couldn't restore it but then three days later poof it's back damn you've been brought back more times than jesus what can i say i love coming back (laughs) i'll go get the lube and shamwell i can always depend on you mel don't get used to it, okay? Okay. Ugh. On today's <sighs> episode, we have the absolute honor of having one of my personal favorite Ooh. atheist content creators, Rachel, aka I Blame Bill, Ooh. off from TikTok. Welcome! Yeah. How are you today? I am doing really well, actually, for, for a Tuesday. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> On a Tuesday. <laughs> Well, we're Let's glad that you're here with us finally, and we get to talk to you. Finally, <laughs> I know it's you've been on our list for a long time. It's just you know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're very excited. Thank you for being here. I'm yes. I'm super excited. It's an honor. Oh yeah. <laughs> but as per tradition, we would love the guest to read the Bible verse of the day. So, what do you have for us, Rachel? Of course. So I have. Uh, I'm going to break your rules right off the bat because oh, I love it. I know. I know. <laughs> it feels fitting. It feels like this is the right place for that. But I'm going to do two verses. They're in the same chapter and they relate okay. to each other. So 
Okay. Um, so Matthew five twenty one says, and this is this is Jesus speaking for anybody who's not mm-hmm. aware. Uh, so. You have heard it. You have heard that it was said to people long ago, "You shall not murder," and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Oh. Yeah. And then I'm going to jump down to 27. Verse 27 says, you have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Mm. Well, shit. Amen. Amen. <laughs> amazing thank you, thank you jesus <laughs> yeah. yeah i like those verses because um i feel like there's a lot of I, a lot of bad bible verses right like it's, it's right. pretty easy to find some you know <laughs> chop off the foreskin sort of verses oh yes, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yep, yep. i mean that's in there yep. but when you read those everybody's like oh it's the old testament you just need to follow jesus and his oh. like love and i'm like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Jesus was, like, a little bit better, but also, <laughs> dude had some problems. <laughs> some problems. And this is one of them, right? Like, right. Like, how, many, oh. how many people have been subject to, the, to a lot of abuse uh, by being right. told that just, just thinking a sexual thought is the same evil as raping someone, mm-hmm. right? Like you're equating right. two things. And that was Jesus who did that. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank and he you. also says that you have to hate your own, you know, brother and, exactly. mo- and your mother and mm. your father to love him. Mm. Mm. That's a little problematic to me. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like every abusive boyfriend out there, right? Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's right, kids. The lesson for today is that New Testament is not as good as you thought. <laughs> what would Jesus do has like totally different meaning now, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. And you mentioned foreskins, you know. I, <laughs> I recently, because I, I think I heard of it in the past and I totally forgot about it, but recently came to my attention that on Exodus 4, there is a verse about God wanting to kill Moses and the chick that was with them, you know, the first, you know, the first thing that she does, you know, because what you would normally do is, <laughs> you know, uh, chop off your son's foreskin and put it on Moses's feet. Um, As one and God was like, ah, oh, all right, I'll leave you alone. Then. <laughs> oh, and yeah, that's so that one's a good lesson, too. You know, if God wants to kill you, uh, place some foreskin on your feet and, and then you're good. Noted. Uh, yeah. written, written down. It's it not, makes sense. I guess I'm just gonna be shit out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why that chick didn't have a force, so she had to do it on her son. Oh. Um. <laughs> oh my god. Oh lord. But wow. anyway, um, <laughs> that was the tip of the episode. Shut um, the fuck up. <laughs> oh god. Damn it. <laughs> I'm so sorry for him. My apologies. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Well, thank you for sharing those Bible verses. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks for allowing me to, as a woman, (laughs) you know, letting me speak about the Bible. Oh, I know. Gosh. One time though. One time. That's it. That's all you got. (laughs) Women should stay silent, right? I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, yeah. So thank you for joining us here. Um, For those who don't know, uh, what is, 
your religious background and how did you get to where you are today in your your atheism? Yeah, so um, I was raised in a Christian home and mm -hmm. I feel like that has a, can have a lot of meanings because mm -hmm. there's like cultural Christianity kind of everywhere in the United mm -hmm. States. Um, so lots of people can say that same thing but when I say it I mean we were really religious <laughs> so oh, we were there you know we did three services on Sundays um oh, they had oh, Sunday oh. school that was for everybody including mm. adults where we actually had like training in theology and then we would have Sunday morning worship and then we would have Sunday evening worship we had a Wednesday night service that was a requirement for all members. If you were not there, you would get a phone call from the pastor. What? Oh, whoa. Yeah. Whoa, wow. whoa, whoa. And Did you rent an apartment on top of the church or something? <laughs> like, what the fuck? You know, and then later when I was a teenager, they actually started a youth group, but that took many years because they thought that that was too liberal to have a youth group. Um, what? So we eventually got one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> wow. But this was um, a reformed Baptist is what it was called. Um, so mm -hmm. Baptist, it basically, it meant that we were um, Calvinistic reformed, but we did believers baptism as opposed to child baptism, which most reformed uh, denominations will do child baptism. Mm -hmm. um, but, but Baptists do uh, adult believer baptism. So we kind of stole that part from the Baptist and then everything else was kind of reformed. Um, it was, a, yeah, very Calvinistic. Okay. Um, nice. Believed in predestination. That's kind of the hallmark of Calvinism. Uh, um, I, I just recently learned that and I was like, what? How? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how do you know? How does a person in, in this religion really know, you know what? I am predestined to go to heaven. Yeah, you don't. That's what's right. so terrifying mm. about it. Um, and I heard many sermons growing up where the pastor would be railing about how um, we could be lying to ourselves and thinking we're oh. saved when we're not, which is a horrifying thought, right? Like, have I deceived Holy myself? Shit. What does right. even deceiving myself mean? Right. And, um, and you have really no control over it because it's predestination because God chooses. <laughs> well, then what's the whole point then? Yeah, exactly. The it's just horrible. It's just, it's just torture, just constant yeah. torture. Um, yeah, so that was fun. Wow. Uh, loved growing up in that. Um, <laughs> um, so your whole family was in this. So, okay. yeah, um, my immediate family. Um, immediate family, yeah, yeah. My extended family were all Christians and of the Baptist persuasion, but they were not Reformed, so we did not consider them saved. Oh, oh of course. <laughs> of course. Losers. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I would say I I consider my childhood church very cult like. Um, uh huh. We had something they called um, pastoral oversight, oh. which meant that what? one or two times a year I don't remember the exact if it was one or once or twice, but a couple mm -hmm. times a year I think um, they would meet with families. The pastors would come in and meet with members. Uh -huh. And ask them very personal questions about like their sex life. What? Um, what? They'd have to. I remember my dad pulling out his taxes during that time. Um, Wait, what? They, the yeah, fuck? They would need to make sure you're actually giving ten percent of your income, which means they need to know what your income oh is. Oh my god! Um, what? What the I, fuck? <laughs> like, That's yeah, crazy. it was. It was 
very strange. So is that even legal? <laughs> in a uh, in a sense, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess if they have the exception, you know, the tax exemption as a charity or nonprofit oh, or whatever. True. Yeah. Ugh. They don't have to re- really report anything. They yeah. just they file taxes, but they don't have to really report or account for every penny, you know. Interesting. It's pretty yeah. fucked up. Ugh. I think the first <laughs> I time it. that I started wondering if maybe it was a little strange. I went to Christian schools and um, I remember one of my professors at my Christian school um, finding out what church I went to and saying, oh yeah, I went there a couple weeks and then I saw what their membership rules were and Mm -hmm. that was nuts. And, (laughs) and he's like a very conservative Baptist teacher and oh shit too church. culty for him yeah, huh? it's like, he's like, crazy. Crazy. <laughs> like oh. damn <laughs> is this not the normal okay right. oh my god <laughs> oh my god that's when you know there's an issue you know right yeah. <laughs> oh, damn wow um would you consider yourself indoctrinated as a, as a child Yes, uh, but I also think everybody is indoctrinated. <laughs> yes. I, I think, honestly, it's almost impossible to not be to an extent, even if you weren't raised in a super religious home, mm-hmm. unless you okay. were actively um, being raised in a home that was truly actively aware of the of Christianity and how much control Christianity has. Mm-hmm. I think True. you are you're soaking up the cultural narrative that a God exists. It's, it's everywhere. Even people who aren't super devout in their religion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. are still very wooey about the idea of the supernatural and it's kind of all around us. And so I think everybody kind of is indoctrinated into that realm to an extent. Mm. True. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. That's a good I point. mean, in order for you to believe, be convinced to that extent, yeah, definitely, there has to be deep indoctrination, super immersed into deep it, deep rooted. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, so, what what was the uh, turning point for you when you started to actually like question things? Yeah, this is a hard one for me to answer. Um, mm, okay, because when I look back, I can see all kinds of things along the path that got me here. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say the first point where I was aware that I was really, truly questioning was when I had my first child. Um, Oh, okay. I, I, I know. And I get shocked from that because a lot of people become more religious after they have children. Right. Yeah. 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 And I think that that stems a little bit from some, of the patriarchal point parts of our culture that mm-hmm. we put so much childcare on women and they get really lonely and the church offers them a space where they can, you know, be around people so that you get a little bit more religious than vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I knew that I hadn't had a good childhood and I had experienced abuse and I didn't want to be that kind of parent and I didn't have any good examples of what real good parenting was. So I started doing a lot of research and reading a lot of books about parenting and mm-hmm really truly reading about child development for the first time (laughs) and realizing like oh wait so when children throw food on the floor it's not sin it's developmentally (laughs) normal 
and that's mind-blowing you know that kind of stuff like i'm I'm realizing that that people do think like i was consciously becoming aware of the fact that oh yeah people do things for reasons that are not just they want Mm. to sin against god and having those realizations with my own child and then when my child actually you know was birthed into the world um (laughs) i realized there's literally nothing he could do that would make me want to torture him right okay (laughs) he decided he he hated me and you know slammed a million doors in my face over the years and said he didn't want a relationship with me i would still not want to throw him into a fiery pit and gleefully you know stroke my fingers at the thought of it that doesn't right it's not a thing i could do and so that really started a lot of my questioning about the goodness of God. And Mm. once Mm. I could start questioning the goodness of God, I was able to let myself really experience all the doubts that I had been suppressing. Wow. And that's one of the reasons that like on my TikTok channel, I feel like I really talk a whole lot more about how God is not good Mm -hmm. and how the story is not ethical than I do Mm -hmm. about whether God exists. Because for me, that was my way out, is realizing I didn't want to be a part of something that cruel, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Now, what is your response to somebody saying, well, you don't have the capacity or the understanding or or you're not at the level to be able to understand God's ways? Have you heard that? <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, sure yeah. I get that all the time. Many times. <laughs> and I like, say, who are well, you to question God, yeah, right? Then I say back, congratulations, we're in the same boat which means Mm, you have to, you can't decide he's good. If I do not have enough knowledge to decide Mm -hmm. he's bad, then you do not have enough knowledge to decide he's good. We're in the same place. And (laughs) And they're like, mind blown. (laughs) Oh, no reverse. Oh my goodness. Yeah, totally. Uno reverse. Also in the Bible, it says, and I think it was Jeremiah 17, five, that you shouldn't trust the word of man. So I always bring that one up. You know, it's like, why should I trust you? You know, yeah. your book says not to trust you. New Bible who this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so how how hard has it been to uh deconstruct from from your like your past and all that? Um mine I feel like happened really quickly. Um, oh, okay. Oh, cool. I I know that there are people who have a much more difficult time. My husband is one of those people who has had wow. a little bit more struggle. Like he still gets anxiety about end time mm. sort of stuff. He was indoctrinated mm. into believing in that. Um, oh, no. I I don't have as much of that. Um, and I always feel bad when people ask me like for help with that. Cause I'm like, I am not the person, like I empathize and <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but right. I just, I'm not the person. I think because of the specific brand of Christianity I came from, Mm -hmm. uh, it was more of a relief for me than anything else. Like, okay. The the Calvinistic God is just such a monster. I mean, they truly, in a lot of ways, I think that they're much more intellectually honest than any other denomination because Mm -hmm. they fully admit that God is in control of everything. And yes, he decides the bad stuff too. They just go, and you worship him for it. Like, 
They're like, That's yeah, he's insane. bad. And we're Ooh. gonna worship him. I always say they're the Slytherins. Like they know their people oh. are bad. Oh yeah. They yeah. Like yeah. It, right? They <laughs> right. double down on it. They definitely double down. I, I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. And it's pretty um, scary. It's it pretty is. scary. It, it is. is. And there are terrifying. a lot of people who leave Christianity and they have this fear of now I don't have somebody looking out for me. You know, mm. like I'm I'm on my own out here. And that can be really mm. scary. And they have that fear because they were indoctrinated into the belief of a loving God. They believed God was loving and kind and looking out for them. And so without that, now they're, they feel a little bit lost, but Mm. I did not have that kind of view of God. (laughs) I very much believed in Job's God, right? Of the, like he, everything he does is for his glory. I'm only a tool for his glory. And if that means that he is going to send me, pain and suffering, then he's going to send me pain and suffering. I didn't believe he had my best interest at heart. I always believed he had his best interest at heart. So being able to say goodbye to that, it's so Mm. much nicer to live in a random world than a world where the guy is kind of actively working against me. (laughs) That's an interesting perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically, we're fucking puppets. We're, yeah. we're nothing yeah. but puppets. Yeah. It, we're like in a in a game of Sims, uh, <laughs> just being played with. Right. Yeah. And we have no control over anything. I still don't get why the worship part. You know, if you realize that you have no control over anything and you can't really know for sure if you are destined to go to you know heaven or hell, then what is the fucking point? I just don't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's weird. So, so it why so try? Weird. You know, like. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> like wow, it's it's still mind blowing to me. Are we supposed least. to be? <laughs> are we supposed to be like slaves to this god? Oh yeah, according to the, yeah. yeah, John okay. MacArthur is a um, quite quite famous inside the Fundy world, right? Pastor, and mm. he has a whole book about that he's written about that theology of slave that we oh. are slaves to God, and that's a good thing, right? Oh, and that we should oh. want okay, that. yeah. Oh sure, I love yeah. it. Mm. I mean, there's a there's a reason that the church has a, a bad history with slavery, right? Mm. Mm. <laughs> because in the wait world, a second, wait, wait a, a damn minute, minute. That. <laughs> wait a damn minute. I am seeing a connection here. <laughs> it's like wait, this is so weird. Oh, but <laughs> wow, <laughs> I think it's pretty fucking sick. Uh, to have a belief system in which, you know, this life is dirty rags, we're puppets, we have mm-hmm. no control. That is just a lack of self-esteem in general. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It, it really is. <laughs> sad. It's sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what was something that was, uh, let's say, like a factor that was difficult for you to let go from when you were deconstructing? I think for me, it was the relationships that were the hardest. I was, I was the first person that I knew in real life, not online, (laughs) that was an atheist. (laughs) And, um, I was, I can still remember where I was, uh, the night that I told my husband, uh, we went to a little Denny's, it was raining outside Mm -hmm. And I had been weird for a couple of weeks, like oh. not telling him stuff and quiet. And he knew something was wrong and I could tell yeah. he was mm-hmm. anxious about it. And I, and you know, we had our kid, we, <laughs> we sat him there, gave him a half a banana to munch on. And <laughs> I cried in a Denny's oh, telling him okay. that I didn't believe in God anymore. 
and I was certain that it was going to be the end of my marriage and that he would be trying to take the kid. And I, I, I was certain I was going to lose everything. Um, Holy shit. And he's still mad when I say that because he's like, who do you think I am? (laughs) But that was the environment we were coming from. It doesn't matter so much what what someone's character is when there is social pressure that you're Mm going to not be with a non-believer. That can be really overpowering. Um, He he ended up being wonderful um in the moment i think he was mostly just relieved i think he thought i was leaving him or something oh no so he was mostly just relieved that it was not that i have like a girlfriend or something but right (laughs) he's like oh thank god um and then he did a really great job of just not picking fights and listening at first and then you know and a few years later he had fully deconstructed himself um, nice. but telling, telling our family was really hard. Um, and that was really especially oh. hard for me because I knew that I, I felt guilty. I felt guilty that my husband was getting so much flack when I came out because I came out as an oh. atheist yeah. and we're coming from this environment where men are supposed to be the spiritual leaders in the home right? and they're mm. supposed to have control over their households. And mm. I was you know, a wife who was unruly, uncontrollable and leading the faith. And so he was going to get a lot of that like negative stuff. And we had always had a very egalitarian marriage. Um, Mm. It Uh just happened to work out that way. We just always had that. That wasn't like a thing we had to break down. Um, But not everybody was necessarily aware of that. And, and he did, he got flack and there were fights. Oh. Like I remember family members refusing to talk to me about it and going to him oh. instead. Like I had come out as atheist and instead of oh. asking me why. Control your woman. Yeah, right? They would go yeah. to him and be like, yeah. what's going on with her? You know, like what's the real scoop? Is she like mentally unstable? Like, you know, <laughs> what's oh, really going yeah. on? Oh my and God. that just made me so mad. I, it's, it's a huge trigger for me. And right. um, I, I, feel like I can handle my own. I know my own mind. I can express myself well. Ask me mm-hmm. and I will fucking tell you what I think. <laughs> right. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How hard is that, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was hard. But at the end of the day, I, as difficult as it was and as scared as I was, I mm-hmm. lost very few family members and friends. Um, uh, okay. I had already transitioned into a much more liberal form of Christianity by that time anyways. So the really super conservative family members and friends had already sort of abandoned me when I, when I came uh, out and said homosexuality is not wrong. <laughs> like, hey, I, I don't uh, think I'm a Christian who thinks that's wrong, right? Then they were already like, oh, you're too lost for us. Um, oh, so they'd already kind of left. And there was one person who said something just truly nasty. Uh, she had been, my mom died when I was young and she had been a friend of my mom's and I made this Facebook status, you know, where I explained it and she commented on there that my mom would be ashamed of who I've become. What the, ooh. Yeah. Uh, Catch these hands. And that was really, that was really painful. Um, And (laughs) I mean, it's, it's horrible logic. Like, is that really what, like, do you think that's going to work? And do you think your God would really... Right. Would really approve of me coming back to Christianity to please my mother instead of him. Like that's that's not right. it doesn't even make any sense, but it's just manipulative and, and mean spirited and yes. 
That's gross. Yeah, but I had it's... very little of that, thankfully. And oh, good. now I'm, yeah. I'm surrounded That's by good. atheists. My husband's an atheist. Mm. His family mm. are atheists now. Like, really? That's awesome. kind of, oh, look what you've done, <laughs> woman. Evil woman. You as evil my, woman. As my husband reminds me, your fault. if I'm wrong, I am going to hell. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that is true for everybody. <laughs> Like whoops, whoopsies. Um, by any chance, is your husband's name Bill? No, it is not. Okay. <laughs> I was just curious because I was like, "What's okay, where, I need to know? Where did like what? Did, where did I blame Bill come from?" All right, it's gonna be a letdown. I'm just telling you. Oh no! I, I know. I'm just curious. everybody is always wanting to know if it's like Bill Gothard or like some sort of you know. No, it's right. Not. Um, it's for Bill Nye, the science guy. <gasps> okay. Um, oh, yes. When I okay. started my account I and on TikTok, I had no idea mm-hmm. I'd be talking about religion. I right. mm. did it like everybody did. You know, we're caught at home during the, the, <laughs> during the pandemic. Yeah. And oh, I'm yep. like, all right, I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to watch some dancing videos. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured, you know, I'm like, if I post anything, it'll probably be just be my kids, you know. And so yeah. I made mm-hmm. a a handle that referenced my kids and back in the day when my husband and I were very broke um we would make each other Christmas gifts because we didn't have enough money to buy it and I made oh. him a book of comics that were like crazy things our kids had said and done <laughs> and I did it during a period where they were super into Bill Nye and they would get into all kinds of scrapes trying to do the science experiments uh, that oh. Bill Nye did right like okay like stealing eggs from our fridge and <laughs> dumping sand all over my house and just you oh know, no. things like that. So I named the book I Blame Bill and oh that transition transition into that, my though. into my TikTok. That's pretty but cool. It has nothing to do with what I talk about now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we can blame Bill for like the science part of it and teaching us science and you That's know true. that, that kind true. of thing. Maybe was done by Satan. By Satan. Ooh, Bill Nye is Lucifer. Hell yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. How many kids do you have, Rachel? I have two children, two boys. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um. So. How, how, oh yeah. Go. How old are they? Sorry. Uh, ten and twelve. Oh, oh. nice. Good age, good age. Um, How long have you been an atheist? Um, About about 12 years now, yeah, because I always measure it by my oldest oldest son, because it was right around the time. Oh, because it was right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. right after he was born, probably about six months after he was born, I was fully calling myself an atheist, I think. So, yeah, it's been about about 11 years, we'll say. Hmm. Sweet. That's, That's awesome, yeah. Um, so in your opinion, what, what are the, some of the major toxic traits that drew, drew you away from the religion? Hmm. That's a really good question. Um, I think for me, it, it's not as much, it wasn't as much the toxic traits by people within the religion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I get accused of that often. I have oh. so many people who tell me that I just, I left or I, I claim to be an atheist because people hurt me. Of um, course. Of course. Mm, yep. yep. Gaslighting. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yes, people have hurt me, but that, mm. like, that's not why, you know? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm still attracted to men, even though men have hurt me. Like, I don't just abandon you. Unfortunately. I mean? like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> men are trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. Uh. But so I don't know that that 
was a factor in changing my mind about the idea that a God existed. I was fully okay with understanding that people can not live their values well. Um, But I would say after I left, once I had fully kind of realized I didn't believe this anymore, I can now Mm -hmm. see the toxic traits that come from the theology. I wasn't as aware of it when Mm -hmm. I was in it and when I was first deconstructing, but farther out, I can see it. That makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, I think a, a huge one is the is rape culture purity culture is the same thing as rape culture yeah and they they think they're doing something different because they think it's respecting women they sell it as respecting women right we don't want to look at naked women we don't want to see their bodies you know use used to sell merchandise and stuff Mm -hmm. but they don't realize they're also doing the same thing when they say that women's job is to be a sexual object for their husbands. It's still objectifying. Right. It's right. just, yep. you're saying it's for one man and right. the culture mm-hmm. is saying it's for every man. And it becomes a slippery slope yeah. to victim blaming to, yeah, yeah exactly. opens the door for rape culture and all that shit. Totally. Yeah, yeah for sure. And I think too, it's, it's so just... Eve's fault, isn't it? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she's the first one to think for herself man um (laughs) (laughs) i do think too just the foundational idea of authoritarianism that the scripture is based on is really Mm -hmm. toxic itself this idea that power is what you respect more than anything else it's very it's very kind of upward directional instead of downward directional. Instead of thinking that people in power have a responsibility to the people who have less power, uh, they Mm. think it's the opposite. Christianity teaches it's the opposite, that those with no power owe something to those with the most power, that Mm. we, that, that God's feelings are the most important. The most powerful being in the world is the one who should be catered to as opposed to taking care of the weakest, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really, really toxic. Yes, it's so weird. I, I never understand. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I'm just like, what? Like, this but no you know sense. what's like weird to me though? Like when Christians or really any religious person says like, "I love you," it's like, "Bitch, you don't even know oh, me." Like yes. that's so creepy. Yeah, uh, it's so. It, uh, it, they don't realize. They just don't realize how it sounds, right? right. Like you don't know me, and. You're actually, you think you're sending me love right now. You think you're trying to send this message that you have my best interest at heart. But uh-huh. <laughs> say that then. Say, I am trying to do a good thing for you because I think of you as another human being. Don't say you love me right. because to love mm-hmm. someone, you have to know them. And if exactly. you don't think you have to know someone to love them, then we don't believe you understand what love is. You've cheapened love. Yes. Yes. Like, ugh. No. That that was gonna be my, my next point. It's like the fakest love, and they're not. They're teaching these these uh, ch- these kids basically, like what not love. Like what love is not supposed to be like. It's it's yeah. bad. It's so bad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wanna know what love is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's. I'm, I'm sure you get a lot of that on on your channel. Um, but yeah, it's it's so creepy. I'm like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. 
Yeah, I actually just I blocked somebody the other day oh. who was doing that. He just commented on like four of my videos in a row saying some oh. version of like, I care about you and I love you and that's why I'm here. And I'm oh. like, yeah, you no. know what? I'd rather you just tell me I'm going to hell. Like, right. this feels creepy. This is scarier right. than that. Right. And I blocked him. And then he went to my Instagram and messaged oh. me on Instagram. I was like, I don't yeah, know what I did to offend you. And I'm like, well, you just confirmed that was the right choice. So. Right. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so I'm like, I'm sure you get some like hate on your, on your, uh, account. Um, have you been banned yet or no? I haven't been banned yet. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Knock on, knock on I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I have had a couple warnings. Um, okay. I've had a right. couple okay. instances of like, just like mass recording. Oh, geez. Just having like a bunch of videos taken down all at the same time. Yeah. And just very obviously fake reporting. I mean, mm-hmm. one that they took down for sexually explicit whatever stuff, right? It was. How dare was, you, lady? It was a merch post. Like, it was, it was like a. a yes, it was just merch. I don't even think I was in it. I think it was just my voice and, sh- you know, like narrating the merch. And I'm like, oh my okay. God. So this is. Obviously, obviously your voice is too sexual. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Literally. Okay. Now that you're talking about that. <laughs> so I I have a Muppet that a friend of mine made for me of me. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, it's terrible. I named them Baffle Muppets. <laughs> so <laughs> I was on a live with my friend. Uh, he goes by Nerd, but he has a puppet of Baffle Mate. He goes by Baffy. And it was just the two puppets on the live. I swear. <laughs> there, there were no humans. It was two puppets. Okay. We got banned for sexual behavior. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I swear. I love that. It got taken down. Well, somebody reported, of course, yeah, but of course. we and we got the access back at some point. But like but seriously, bro. Like, what the hell? My puppet was not naked. No. <laughs> he doesn't even have nipples. He literally bought clothes for the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has clothes. He's a very modest puppet. He's a modest puppet. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, oh fucking gosh. TikTok, man. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, I'm a huge fan of your Atheist Sunday School. Yes. Um, like, how did that come to be? Like, oh, I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> um, I was just, I had just done a couple videos on TikTok. I just answered somebody's, right? I like stitched mm. somebody's question one and got like a weird amount of views on it and I was like what is this like people really want to know about atheism all right I'll talk about religion all day I love to nerd out about religion and Uh I'd done a couple of those and I kept kind of like running this idea past my husband and I was like you know I just think it would be really funny to do just to do a Sunday school character and he was trying to get me to do, use like a felt board, like the old Sunday school classes where you'd have like a felt board and the felt characters yeah, yeah. and stuff. And I was like, right, no, I, right. I really feel like my Sunday school character should have like a martini glass in her hand. Like, like imagine <laughs> that sort of thing. Like we are, we're like adult Sunday school, right? Yes. And, um, and he just happened to get me for Christmas. He bought me that feather robe that I wear in it. And yes. I was like, well, now I have the character. Like that's a reason to wear the robe. And yeah, so I just I just started. I don't know. I just threw it together after that, and I was surprised. I was really nervous with my first one, mm-hmm. um, and just nervous people were going to think it was really stupid, and I was going to get 
you know, <laughs> roasted by everybody. <laughs> and and people seem to like it. So yeah. Nice. Yes. I like I'm it's so jealous fantastic. that like you can do the the pin curl. I love pin up hairdos so much. Like I can never do it on myself, but yeah, like I I, I love the whole outfit, everything. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Um, it is literally just an excuse, though, for me to wear. It. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love it. I know. Um, I keep telling my husband I want to bring it to the uh, American Atheist Conference. Like, just like, wait, wait you're coming? Going? Yeah. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. I was like, should I film one? Should I film an atheist Sunday school? There. Yes. Fuck yes. yeah. Yes. I want to be a student in your school. <laughs> yeah. I want to be a We should all get her around and be her students. And oh we can do God. crisscross applesauce on the floor, just cross yes. her legs. <laughs> crisscross applesauce on the floor. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh my God. And I can bring my puppet and you can we can do some Bible teaching. Oh my God. Oh, I love it. Buff a Muppet and I blame Bill. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm excited. Are you going to stay at the same hotel at the convention? Yes. Same. Same. Same Oh my God. This is going to be great. (laughs) I keep finding out more and more people are going. This is just the coolest fucking thing ever. I feel like we need to do a bunch of lives together. Oh my God. (laughs) At the same time. time. Yes. And I need, like, we need to be doing, like, TikToks with each other. Like, it it needs to be. I want, like, one giant tiktok of every like everybody somehow we get (laughs) one giant tiktok yeah oh my god but yeah i'm sure sure the videos would be fantastic i'm really excited and i would love to meet you in person and give you a big hug yes just know i'm so socially awkward so me too if i seem like a bitch it's not that i'm a bitch it's that i am dying (laughs) from social awkardness (laughs) i mean i'm just a bitch so it's fine (laughs) that is true that is he, true. He has met me so in real life, so yeah. That is true. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, by the way, Mel really, really likes puns. So if Shut you know any puns, up. no. <laughs> God damn it! Shut up. She's the punniest of them all. Oh my god! Shut up. She loves that joke. No, 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 no! Don't listen. To that. <laughs> He's a liar. He's from Satan. He lies. Okay. <laughs> she might push me off the balcony I if will. I tell her. I, yeah, I don't give me ideas because I will. <laughs> Are you going to the uh, any of the special events, like in, in the night? Um, all the affordable no? ones, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, whatever I'm that one the is, magic like three hundred dollars. No, I'm not doing that. Oh one. yeah, no, not that one. No. no. <laughs> yeah, but everything else, yes. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Hell yeah. Awesome. We're excited to meet you in person. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's gonna be so exciting. I've never gone to a, an atheist conference before. So. Same. Same here. Yeah. Same. It's, it's my first one. I, I've like I'm I go to like nerd conventions, like yeah. you know for you know cosplay and that kind of stuff. But this is my first actual like adult person responsible you know <laughs> learning <laughs> science you know <laughs> convention. But yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, it's gonna be fun. adult. Shut up. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you got you. <laughs> this lady eats chicken nuggets all the Shut time. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> it's my favorite thing. Shut up. <laughs> Why are you gonna hate me anyway? <laughs> oh my goodness. So okay, so uh, back to the interview, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so your family, um, they're still religious. Um, I guess I guess some of them. Or yes. Did you say that for the most part, or yeah, I haven't been invited to a family reunion. Oh, oh no, sorry. 
about it about a decade you know just about the same amount of time that i've been oh no um i'm sorry and well i started just being very vocal about racism and things like that Mm. and then i also you know became an Uh, atheist and i also came out as bisexual and i think my extended family just kind of went oh we don't like woman you. of the devil. Yeah. So, so what do you think they hate you more for? The bisexuality or the atheism? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, actually, I think the anti-racism. Oh, um, okay. Because the All anti-racism, right. okay. the anti-racism <laughs> is 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 making them feel bad about themselves, as opposed mm. to me just saying I don't believe what you believe. Right. Um, it's making them feel shame. And I think that's probably Holy what they hate shit. me most for. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my God. Yeah. But yeah. so I haven't seen like any, yeah, that side in a long time. Mm. And most of those family members have blocked me on social media and all of that. Um, Fuck. Yeah. But I still talk to my father. Um, okay. Okay. And his, um, and my, and his, his wife, um, she is I really love his wife. She's great. She's religious, mm. but um just very sweet and wonderful. And my dad mm-hmm. and I mostly don't talk about religion. Um Okay. He tried a few times, but he much prefers me to be quiet for a lecture than for me to engage uh, back, right? And I think yeah. he just feels very So it's one sided. Yeah. Yeah. He's very uncomfortable when I speak back and I don't think he has super great answers. And so, right. yeah, he gets uncomfortable. He's had his pastor write me a letter before. Oh. Uh, he's given me, he tries to give me religious books. And the funny mm. thing is, is I already own the ones he's Ugh. given me mm. because this wasn't an easy transition for me. Like, yeah, I've read the case for Christ. Thank you. Would you like me to hand it back to you with all of my notes in the margins <laughs> of what's bad about this book? Like, I've read right. that already. But yeah, it's very telling, right? That they right. they they think we haven't done the research. No, we've right. done more than you. We have to. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yep. That's why we're at this, you know, spot that we're at. It's yeah. not because we want to shun. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> I think it's very interesting how religion seems to go hand in hand with racism, apparently in this country, at least. I find that very interesting. (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, they, they definitely use the Bible to, yeah. Um, to defend, uh, the slave trade. Um, and, you can't. Yikes. You absolutely can, right? They didn't have to right. twist anything. The Bible is right. absolutely pro slavery. Yep. Um, totally. And it's I think it's <laughs> I think what's interesting for me is watching what happened with slavery in Christianity and comparing that to what's happening with homosexuality in Christianity now. Mm-hmm. Where as the culture in the United States began to embrace the idea of equal rights. I mean, very slowly and not well enough, right? But as the culture started to change that way, Christianity had to change or die. They had to either Mm -hmm. make their Bible say something else, you know, interpret it differently, spin it a different way, you know, whatever. They had to do that to fit in with where the culture was or 
the culture would leave them behind and they wouldn't have this monopoly anymore. And so they had to do that. And so we can actually see that happen, right? We can look yeah. back and see all these churches that used to be very pro-slavery that fought on the side of, you know, being able to own other humans are now churches that would deny they ever did anything like that. Like they made that switch. And I'm curious if that same thing is going to happen with homosexuality now. Where the culture has changed to the point where Christianity has to change or die. What are they going to do? And I think we're already seeing it, you know, with much more liberal denominations changing. Right. Yeah. I mean, this just proves evolution. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Like, in in the most ironic way, like, evolution. (laughs) People can adapt. Holy crap. I've been seeing a lot of, uh, recently, and by recently, I mean in, like, the last maybe year or half a year uh people defending slavery on tiktok it's pretty weird as fuck it's growing too it's weird like Mm -hmm. i see it more often lately like people on my comments and i always make a a video you know mocking them or calling them out um and they get all offended i was like bro your god endorses slavery and you're worshiping this god Therefore, you're justifying it. Yeah. You are defending slavery. But it's a different slavery. kind of slavery. Duh. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's not. Oh, my God. Someone <laughs> no, told me yeah, they were, no, like, employees. <laughs> They're employees. Someone told me they were employees. Yes. Sure. You can call it indentured servitude, which indentured. is problematic. problematic. You can call it that when the Jewish people in the Bible were enslaving other Jewish people, right? When it was indentured right. servitude, but not when they were going for the people from other nations. Right. And mm-hmm. definitely not the when it was test. women, because women were just full on sex slaves and that was just written yep. into the culture. <laughs> yep. Yep. And if they had a child, right, they would keep the child yeah. as well. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and then you know the more the objective morality, you know, concept comes into question definitely. Because then they try to defend it. Well, that was back then. That was that <laughs> yeah. was a culture. Oh, well, then God's uh, morality changes with culture yeah. and time, apparently. And apparently right? awesome. So that means that anything we do now is fine because the culture has changed. Thank you. Yep. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, then that contradicts the Bible because the Bible says that he is, you know, the same today, yesterday, yeah. and forever. Something like that. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, you got to have faith, you know? You got to have Just faith. have faith, you know? Fuck. <laughs> Oh, oh I can't tell you how many times as a, as a kid growing up <sighs> mm. in a fundy household, I would tell myself that I would come up against oh, and ask questions and not get an acceptable answer and tell myself, well, I guess one day I will just ask God. Gosh. God will tell me. And my vision of heaven that I had created in my head as a little oh. Christian kid was literally oh. a place where I would just follow God around and ask him questions about oh my the world God. Oh. and he would explain things to me. Like it was just going to be like very oh, wow. <laughs> like a like college. Like I was yeah. just thinking that heaven was gonna be college. God was oh, gonna gosh. be my professor and I would now have all the answers. And or like a tour guide yeah. at a museum. Looking that back, I can see. Hella expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Looking wow. back, I can see like, oh, no, I was I was becoming an atheist then. Like, those are my Slow, Yeah. Oh, slowly and surely. Yeah. We're asking questions. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they don't like that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, so, in your opinion, is religion bad? Um... <laughs> 
I don't feel like I can make a statement mm. that all religion is bad. Um, right. Right. I think. Christ- it also depends on the definition of religion, yeah, right? Too, what right? a person yeah. takes yeah. as religion. Yeah. Yeah. I can say um, that I absolutely 100% believe that Christianity is bad. Uh, okay. uh-huh. I don't. I think even the denominations that are better, that are kind, that have loving people, that are interpreting it well, uh, they don't need Christianity to get them there. And right. they are, their existence legitimizes the bad forms. So I think mm-hmm. in some ways they hold a little bit of responsibility um, for keeping alive some of the bad forms, um, especially when they're not working to call it out and, and you know doing the active work. And there are some who are and they're doing amazing at it, but you know, Ultimately, I think that yes, Christianity is is harmful, and mm-hmm. it, I would like to see it no longer exist, and not in a like for, I like I want to state for the record, not in a forceful way. Like I do not believe in, <laughs> right, in no, any sort of sure. force, or you know, I just right. would love it if we evolved beyond that. Um, yes, but I don't feel comfortable labeling all you know all other religions that way. I think mm-hmm. that. Yeah, there, fair enough, totally. yeah, yeah. There are mu- there are ones that are are very different, and they're they might have very good things and about them that make them positive for people's lives. And yeah. I'm not yeah. the person to to state that they shouldn't exist or that they're harmful. So, yeah, is religion necessary? No. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That's yeah, it. That, There's no question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what are some words of advice you would give someone to you know who is deconstructing their faith? I'm sure you've made videos like that before. Yeah. Already. Um, I would say, do not feel like you have to. Do not feel like you have to be a poster child for your loss of faith. You don't Mm. have to out yourself if it's not safe. You don't have to share it with anyone you don't feel comfortable sharing it with. Um, Mm. Your safety matters more than anything else. And if that means lying to the people around you, then lie to the people around you. Um, Mm. We were raised in a religion that tells us that you should, if somebody has a gun to your head, you do not deny God. You literally will sacrifice your own life to not deny God. And I say deconstruction is the exact opposite of that. Your safety matters. And if it is not safe to be honest about your beliefs about a God, because religious people around you have not made that safe, then don't share it with them. They don't need Mm. to know that part of you. And when you do feel safe, then feel free to share it. Um, But you don't owe it to anybody else to do that. I think sometimes there can be a pressure that we like have to be the poster child. We have to be, you know, out there telling everybody you you don't have to, you can just keep yourself safe, especially if you're a minor. Um, And then get yourself a therapist, a secular therapist, because religious trauma is real and it helps to have somebody to, talk to about it who believes you and the secular therapy project is a great place to look for that um, yes i was about to say that yeah <laughs> but if you can't find somebody near you through that there are other ways of, of finding someone who will hopefully be able to at least help you in some ways even if they're not specially trained in religious trauma um, and good clues are people who 
are therapists who sell themselves as um, being trained in LGBT issues and mm-hmm. and not in you know Christian ones who are trying to right, <laughs> to, you know, right. Yeah. <laughs> trying yeah. to heal the gay, um, but actually right. you know uh, therapists who are are there to kind of help you with those and um, you know navigating relationships and stuff along those lines because those therapists are likely going to be very well versed in the ways that religion can cause harm. So even if they themselves are religious and they don't have a lot of experience with specifically deconstruction, they do understand Mm -hmm. that religion has caused harm to their LGBT clients. Yes. Right. If you go to uh, recoveringfromreligion.org, I hear it's a very good resource. And yes, part of the whole, you know, organization is the Secular Therapy Project in which you can find some secular therapists who are not necessarily associated with, you know, religion. And yeah, it's a good resource for finding community and just support in general if you're deconstructing. Yes. And um, on TikTok, the community is massive as yeah. far as like the 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 people leaving of, of, of religion and everything. And so it's it's wonderful to have others who are experiencing kind of the same same thing, you know. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I've, I've met many great people minus Beth, um, oh. that, uh, oh, you know, <laughs> shut up, um, that has, <laughs> that have helped and like hearing each, like each person's story, especially on this podcast, like it's, it's, it's crazy how, how these stories come to be and how religion has affected e- each and every one of us. And yes. yeah, so I, I fully like, I love TikTok and I hate TikTok. <laughs> fucking tiktok you know, yo um but yeah 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 it's been interesting to see how many people are deconstructing right now right yes. it's been interesting for me to see my own process <laughs> my own analytics yeah. about yeah. who follows me because oh, okay. like the standard idea right is that atheism is atheism is like an old boys club right it's just right. really <laughs> male centered and they have a hard time getting women involved and i've got theories about some of why that is Oh. But my mm. TikTok, I have over 80% of my followers are women. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. And yes. I feel like maybe what we need to be talking about is how are we talking about atheism? Mm-hmm. Is is there maybe a different way to be talking about that than the traditional way we have? You know, maybe there's a reason women have not been finding yeah. interested <laughs> in it before. And maybe we need, you know, different kinds of, of voices. So. It's yes. been interesting to see. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm so happy when I see yeah. a, another female atheist with, totally. with with her voice. You know, with being out. Um, I'm sure there's there's obviously like like you said there, there's tons of of us, but being out and you know proud about it and vocal, um, it's it's rare. Like there, I, I have a lot more atheist male friends than than anything. So yeah, slowly but surely. And I met a few people on TikTok who have told me that you have been an inspiration and that you have been probably one of the first female creators um, that have inspired them to make content themselves. So, Are you talking about me? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, which is freaking awesome, you know, to to see women out there uh, just adding to the variety, you know, instead of just white male. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we need yes. more diversity. We need more females. We need more queer. We need yes. more yeah. uh, POCs. You know, POC. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. Spice it up. Yeah. Yes. I, think, I mean, personally, I think that's one of the reasons 
that maybe, I mean, <laughs> when, huh. when we have just straight white men, atheists talking about atheism, they may have had and probably do have some scars from mm-hmm. religion, mm-hmm. but they were in the positions of power for the most right. part, right? Like right. they didn't have it as bad as some of the other groups. And so I think, I think when we're actually, when you're deconstructing, you want to hear from people who experience really a lot of the trauma and in, and you want to hear about it that in a way that's not condescending. That's not just right. like, we're totally to ever believe it. Like, yeah. Okay, well, we were indoctrinated from babies, so right. are you picking a fight with my baby self right now? <laughs> fight my baby <laughs> self. <laughs> <laughs> but oh yes, like we, I, I really want to um, interview more diverse uh, people for sure. Yes. Um, but yeah, so. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> You are fucking awesome, Rachel. Yes. Uh, we fucking love you. Thank you so much for yes. having me. You guys popped hope- my podcast cherry. And- yes. Hell yeah. I hope we were that's gentle. What, you know, that's what yes. we do. Loving. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and I, yeah, I'm not as scared now. So now. If I <laughs> so you're, the, the bar is set really low with us. So <laughs> you, you can just go up from here, you know. Fuck. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> um, so where can we find you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, obviously I'm on TikTok because we've been talking about that like crazy. Yes. And I mostly just post on TikTok because that works for my okay. broken brain. Like I can just mm. get a thought out immediately and I don't have to plan for it later. Right. Um, but I do uh, sometimes repost my TikToks on Instagram, so you can follow me there. Okay. Um, I occasionally repost some stuff on YouTube, though I am really bad about doing that. Okay. Um, and I am on Twitter, though I, once again, am rarely active on that. So TikTok same. is honestly <laughs> the best. But my handle's the same everywhere. I blame Bill. I blame Bill. Awesome. Perfect. Poor Bill. <laughs> Bill, Bill. <laughs> and of course we wanted to remind our listeners that we do have a merch store if you want to go check it out it is www.theburningedenpodcast.com go check it out we have some mm, some spicy stuff spicy <laughs> also if you're a simp I mean a fan of our content and like what we do please consider supporting us you can do so by going to anchor.fm slash burningeden666 and clicking on the support button we would like to thank Kayla, William, Robin, Kit, and Chico for supporting Woo! us that's right. You can choose a monthly amount you want to support us with. Any amount is appreciated as long as you share the joy of bath and mouth with your loved ones or your hated ones. Whichever way you want to weaponize this podcast. We- <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. Fuck you, auntie. Listen to bath and mouth. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> and make sure to leave us a voice message. Yes. Tell us to fuck off. Tell us. To have a good day, whatever you want to do, mm. leave us a voice message. We can use that. The on... spicier, the better. Yeah, we'll use it on an episode and make sure to give us a rating on Spotify or, or also Apple Podcasts, whatever mm-hmm. you listen yes. on. Five stars, no less. Um... <laughs> no more. No more. <laughs> no more. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, I mean, how could you forget? Um, there's an atheist convention in Atlanta, Georgia, That's April right. 14th through the 17th. We will all be there. <laughs> in person oh my god yeah. um if you go to convention.atheist.org you will find all the information you need tickets hotel blah 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 you know 
the war the orgy is going to be at. You know, it's just important yeah. important details. You know, Mel has fifty three gallons of lube. Fifty three gallons. Yes, to I have to start sh- uh, shipping it now because it's like what less than a month away. Like this is yeah. insane. Holy shit! Oh. But yes, <laughs> I'm excited. We're all excited. <laughs> Yes, we'll be forced to wear clothes, so we yeah, will be clothes. Yes, I guess. Um. <laughs> God damn it! All right, yes. Rachel, you are fucking awesome again. Thank yes. you, thank you so fucking much. We thank really appreciate you. you. Uh, and yeah, I look forward to meeting you in person, giving you a big hug, even yes. though you might be a bitch to me. That's okay. It's okay. He likes it. Why do you I think do. he's so around? <laughs> you know, like fuck. <laughs> yes all right well, we're me. gonna yeah thank you again and we're gonna wrap it up because that is what the lord wants amen amen, amen.